Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, how was your week? Mm, Two weeks. It was stupid. I don't know. It Just... was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, setting up the pool and having to drain it now because the one side decided to sink down like four inches. So now we have to drain it. So we're draining it back to the pool so we can fucking fill it up again. But luckily, where we live, they will cap your water twice a year. Ah. So the max that we they'll charge us for filling our pool will be 250 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. No, not at all. So because uh, the fire trucks don't do that in the city where they would bring a big milk truck to fill people's uh-huh. pools. Like where I used to live, they would do that. But they won't do that anymore, like in the city. Right. So, uh, so yeah, so we have to do that. But, I mean, other than that, I don't know. We got some landscaping, more landscaping done and... And yeah, that's it, really. We, Your face. <laughs> I haven't done I've been anything, working on. Really. We've been trying to get this stuff done in the yard. Like we've got a ton of pine needles up on a hill that need to be like five, ten. I don't know how many years worth of pine mm-hmm. needles that are just killing that whole area of the yard. Oh yeah. And then in the front yard, we have a massive sedum infestation which is mm -hmm. just eating my whole yard so we've been raking all that up and I'm at the point where I'm like hand pulling the small sections that I wasn't able to get with the rake and then hopefully we're able to I want to try to do seed before the year is over but I don't know we'll see I would just wait until April because that's when they recommend planting it just wait because there's some areas that we miss too and we're gonna well and we used a mini bobcat to move the boulders for the retaining wall and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that tore some stuff up. But we're going to just do it in April. Yeah. So. I'm mm-hmm. just worried that it's going to start growing back. And that's like, I don't know. We'll get there. Right. But other and other news, I ordered a new tablet. You I'm did? I'm excited. Yeah. Because my kids broke when mine. When do you get that? So. Um, it'll, it'll be here sometime this week. I think she said the mm-hmm. latest would be Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. I, I can finally use be. my tablet again. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I with what? Else? Oh, I remember this. So with the photo shoot, so I showed Chelsea. Oh God, here we go, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Ooh, love it. So with the photo shoot thing, I showed Chelsea. We have a local jeweler here that is willing to participate, and they're like literally just gonna let us walk out of the store with like fifteen to twenty grand worth of jewelry. Have oh. nobody with us. They're just like, come pick it up night before bring it back whenever oh my god and it's beautiful jewelry like oh my god but they're just excited because hello it's free marketing free advertising why wouldn't you do it and it's all insured and if you lose any of it you're gonna get sued so well what well what's funny though is there was another local jeweler and they're like our insurance won't cover that and mm. these guys are just like, me, pick whatever you want. <laughs> and so I messaged them and I was like, hey, can we add on three gold watches for the groomsmen? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just add it to the order. I'm like, OK, cool. Oh, my God. See, that's <laughs> weird that the other one wouldn't do it because the solution would be to just make sure that one of the employees is there. Right. And that's what I was thinking when when we were picking out this stuff, like one of this choker that we picked out alone, this one necklace, $3,500. And... I'm like, I would expect them to be like, yeah, we're just going to have somebody there for the shoot to bring the jewelry right. when we need it and bring it back. And he's like, nah, I'll box it up. Come pick it up the night before. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this is what this is one of the owners. That, so, no, no, whatever. He's confident. Yep. So, 
Yep. And then oh, yeah. I also heard back um, the chef for the catering company we were working with. Oh, my God. He came back with this, like, amazing menu. Because you want to have, like, you know, we're going to have, like, a little hors d'oeuvre table set up. And he's going to do, like, this, I don't even know, something feta spread with Ooh. these, like, with, like, blistered tomatoes and Kalamata olives. And he's like, it'll look beautiful for pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um okay and then like um the salad i chose is like a something couscous salad Mm. and it's got all the all the veggies and stuff and then the the main entree i um picked is like chicken i was gonna say i imagine like chicken on the plate i'm like trying to imagine like what no it's um well it's you they flatten it and then roll it and it's Mm -hmm. stuffed and it's got uh Oh, I can't remember the sauce because it was between that and the lamb meatballs. Mm, but the I don't lamb think meatballs, meatballs would look good. No, and the lamb meatballs had like a mint lemon sauce kind of thing, which it doesn't matter because, like I said, it's going to literally nobody's be actually like going to be plate. eating it. But right, that doesn't sound. But for good. picture purposes, <laughs> well, and that's funny because I also messaged him and was like, "Hey, you know, because the photographer not photographer and I are going to chip in to buy everybody lunch. You know mm-hmm. who, who's there." And so I asked him how much it'd be to cater for like 20 people. So I'm hoping we'll get a good deal on that. That'll be awesome. But but yeah, so I was really excited because I'm like, oh my God, this is going to look amazing. So super pumped. Right. I'm excited to see but how anyway. it turns out. Girl, me too. Like for real. <laughs> like, and I finally <laughs> rented the guy. I finally rented the guy's suits and that was like $500. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but do you you don't and and well, yeah, I was just gonna say you don't get any of that money back because you're renting it, so you just, yeah. Mm-mm. And I mean, I'm the surprised girls dresses, that they wouldn't just donate it. And see, and that's the thing, like a lot of places do, but the place that I went through for the suits, we it's funny because we actually used them last year, and they were running a promo where we could use them for free. This year, uh, they gave me three three codes for the three suits, and I got forty bucks off each one. <laughs> so. I mean, better than nothing, I guess. I so, guess. I mean, because literally everything else is people are letting us use. And the venue alone is Ugh, astronomical. That would have been so, absolutely horrifying to pay for. Oh, girl, I'm telling you, I know somebody who got married there. And with just the venue, I think it was just the venue and her food and drink was like 23 grand. Bleh. Yeah, no, sir. So, yep. But anyway, so, that's it. Remind me what, what you get if you win this. Uh, we get recognition. <laughs> oh fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, there's no prize. It's just it's just really cool because more people are gonna want to participate with you in future shoots, and then also you get to post. You know, I, I can post that on our, you know, my Facebook page for the the group. Bit or my business and you know and say hey we won this two years in a row when right and, wait hold and, on and the what's f- your business <laughs> oh the event planning we've never talked so, about this before <laughs> we haven't no oh my god i swear we did no so i own an event planning business and it's called yours truly event planning so anyway last year we won this contest and i was like it would be so cool to win two in a row, right. you know, and I, my thing is, is I want to use, 
uh, local vendors to like Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, like the West Michigan area. Right. And so to highlight, and like I said, it's basically free advertising for these people. So why wouldn't yeah. you want to contribute? See, it makes more so, sense knowing that you have an event planning company to why mm-hmm. you're doing it. Because, I mean, I kind of assumed yeah. that you did, but I never really asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. So, but the florist, oh my God, girl. Like, she is going to do some amazing stuff. Like, she is literally getting fabric to make the cape with the flowers down it. And the she's doing sandals for the girls out of flowers with vines mm-hmm. that wrap up their legs. And flower clouds and your husband's walking in behind you oh anyways so amanda's gonna slay it and then she's gonna cut me in on her business profits oh well, that's the bottom sure, line of that. <laughs> if I ever profit, <laughs> haven't profited yet. Oh, well, shit. because well, because first couple years you're accumulating things, and oh yeah, you know, so it's a learning process, and I keep trying to have people because of COVID. A lot of people are doing the elopement thing, so mm-hmm. I keep trying to push pop up weddings. Oh, which I just which saw a girl. Not- a girl on my Facebook just did that. She's been engaged yeah. for like three years. And then finally mm-hmm. she was like, you know what? Fuck it. And they went and they got an officiant or whatever. And yeah. then they registered at the office. Um, and then they found like two random people at the beach. And they she mm-hmm. ordered like this really cute dress and dressed the kids and her husband up in like beach yeah. stuff. You mm-hmm. know, like super relaxed. And they just went and got married. They didn't tell anybody. And then the next day they posted the pictures and they were like, hey, we did a thing. Well, this, well, the pop-up wedding that I would do, I mean, literally, so each couple would get, you'd get a half an hour for your ceremony. Mm-hmm. You get it basically an hour time slot. So the photographer I'm working with for the photo shoot, she's like, I'll do half hour time slots for pictures yeah. for people. And so, and then I had, would have um, appetizer type foods um, they would all be provided with a Sola wood flower bouquet to keep mm-hmm. um, and a boutonniere for him. They could have up to 10 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we'd have some drinks and stuff, too. But it would all be decorated with stuff that I already have and, you know, all these different things. And it'd be like 700 bucks a couple. And that's, that's a- not bad. And if you did like a super generic, like. I do neutral. Did, even if you did it like outdoors. And oh, just, I, I, there was an outdoor pavilion that I would use that yeah. has this big, beautiful stone yeah. fireplace. Super yep. neutral, super just, you could yep. make it really gorgeous and something that everybody would love. That's a really good idea. And Ryan's ordained, so he mm-hmm. could marry the people. So, yeah. I mean, that that's it. But every time I post it, people are like super interested. What? Okay. Uh-oh, my headphones died. <laughs> Well, let's get into the actual topic now that we're done vacuuming. Right. Done vacuuming. 
<laughs> I like it. Yeah. I'll like it a lot. When we when we go on a tangent, we're just gonna call it. Vacuuming. I'm just gonna call it vacuuming from now on. Oh well, speaking we, of um segments, speaking of and stuff, speaking of vacuuming, <laughs> we are working. I know that we really don't have a whole lot of. We don't really have an audience base yet, but I'm constantly trying to figure out things that we can do for our listeners when we get them and. Um, we are going to work on a couple segments for our Patreon, which we mm-hmm. haven't quite announced our Patreon yet, but I want to make sure that when we do put the link out there and open it up, that we have something there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want them to be timeless, like our, our, our normal episodes. Timeless like my beauty. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want like our normal episodes are, um, they're very like current you know current events it's it's news articles and things that we find that are happening now um and i want our patreon to be things that you can go listen to that are not necessarily related to current events Mm -hmm. but just something fun so one thing that we're working on and i'm still trying to gather up the courage to actually do it is um chelsea watches classic movies which (laughs) and i have discussed at length i do not watch the like and I don't want to say pretty I, and I pink breakfast club. Yeah. And like, um, what was the other one? I've never watched Monty Python. I've never watched <laughs> the Holy Grail. That's none the of it. I've never watched watch. any of them. I've never watched um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That one kills me. I haven't watched. I don't I don't think I've never found an interest in watching them like. But so I that's it would it. be really funny. And I don't know how we're going to go about it. There's a couple different ways we can do it. But that's one of the the. <laughs> things that we might put up there there's some couple a couple other ideas that we're thinking about so now that we're done vacuuming it. let's uh uh-huh. get let's into my 11 page hell oh shit i wanted to start my segment off with some good news it's not like the greatest news in the world but it's a step towards something um, do you remember 17-year-old Crystal Kaiser? She was arrested in 2018 for killing her killing a possible human trafficker who no. was trying to he was trying to get I I don't I, remember, I don't remember the entire story. I'm pretty sure it's in what I'm about to read. I know that sounds dumb, but I just copied and pasted it because <laughs> I knew it had all the information I needed. Um so yeah, she was incarcerated for defending herself and she basically killed the guy who was um And she's incarcerated for this? Yes. And Fuck well, no. she's, she's black. So duh. Fuck. Oh I know. So this is a, an article from Refinery Twenty Nine. And I'm gonna read the whole article and then we will talk about it. Unless you wanna okay. if you wanna jump in with anything, go for it. Well, you know I like to butt in because that's, that's what fine. I do. But in but I, I like when you do. Um, yeah. Okay. So at her first court hearing in June 2018, 17-year-old Crystal Kaiser trembled and wore an anti-suicide vest that dwarfed her already tiny frame. She'd been charged with first-degree homicide, auto theft, and arson in the murder of 34-year-old Kenosha, Wisconsin resident Randall Volar. When the judge asked her if she understood the conditions of her $1 million bail, Kaiser spoke for the first time, the first and only time that day. Yes, she said. We do believe there is more to the story that hasn't been presented yet, her public defender said to the judge. As it would turn out, this was an understatement. Voller's murder was a 
was big news in Kenosha, a former factory town located roughly halfway between Chicago and Milwaukee. On June 5, 2018, Voller's neighbors called 911 to report his small, one-story home was on fire. When police and firefighters arrived, they found his charred body and two bullet wounds visible in his head. Law enforcement focused their investigation on Voller's missing BMW, quickly locating it in Milwaukee. Items inside connected the car to Kaiser's 16-year-old brother and then to Crystal herself. A selfie posted on her Facebook page about five hours before the murder appeared to be Kaiser and Voller's home. The caption read, My Mugshot. Then, on June 8th, according to a criminal complaint, Kaiser posted a live video of herself holding a handgun, saying she wasn't afraid to kill again. When confronted by police, Kaiser allegedly confessed, saying that she got upset and was tired of Voller touching her, and that she had shot him. When local police sentiment was against Kaiser from the beginning, it turned out she was not the only one being investigated for criminal activity. In February 2018, months before his death, police received a complaint from a different teenage girl who said that Volar, I said that different, Volar, Volar, I don't know, (laughs) had been paying her for sex and filming it. In a search of his home, they confiscated computers and other electronics along with women's bikini bottoms and underwear. On February 22nd, Voller was arrested and charged with child enticement, using a computer to facilitate a child sex crime and second-degree sexual assault of a child. Inexplicably, inexplicably, he was released the same day. At the time of his death, he was suspected of human trafficking and child pornography, and Crystal Kaiser was among the girls police had and Crystal Kaiser was among the girls police had footage of him having sex with. Federal law dictates that any child under the age of 18 who has been bought or sold for sex is a sex trafficking victim, regardless of circumstance. In Wisconsin, sex trafficking victims have the option of an affirmative defense, meaning that if they committed a crime while being trafficked, they can use that as a defense against certain charges. But Mm -hmm. rather than hand over the trove of evidence implicating Voller in numerous sex crimes, District Attorney Michael Gravely entered into a pro protracted battle with Kaiser's defense, refusing to allow them to review the video, photographic, and financial evidence that would prove their client had been trafficked. After months of legal wrangling, Kaiser's attorneys were granted access and had and asked the judge to consider the videos and photos of Kaiser and other girls as an affirmative defense. But on Monday, December 9th, 2009, 2019, I'm sorry, Judge David Wilk ruled that an affirmative affirmative defense was limited and he found the statute did not apply to Kaiser. His baffling decision means she now faces life in prison and is not allowed to use the sexual abuse she endured as defense. The court, Wilk announced, is satisfied that a blanket affirmative defense to all acts leads to an absurd result. In effect, he decided that all trafficking victims should be tried for violent crimes, setting an extremely dangerous precedent. At a time when the laws about sex trafficking and sex work have been have become a mainstream issue, Kaiser's case stands as a stark example of the divide between policy and real-time criminal justice. The Washington Post's remarkable deep dive into her story shines some much-needed national attention on the case. So far, Kaiser's story has not raised the kind of celebrity and media awareness that Tennessee sex trafficking survivor Sintoya Brown received. Brown was granted clemency in August after serving 15 years in prison for murdering the man who bought her for sex when she was underage. 
Kaiser's family has set up a GoFundMe account to aid her while she is in custody at the Kenosha County Jail, unable to meet her $1 million bail. It's been over two years, and the Kaiser and Kaiser has finally been able to be released on bail thanks to the Crystal Kaiser Defense Committee, Chicago Community Bond Fund, Milwaukee Freedom Fund, and Survived and Punished, who all came together to pay the $400,000 bond so that she can continue fighting her case from outside of the cage and with the support of her community. And she still faces life in prison if convicted. But she's free. So she's okay. out. Out on bail? Yes. Her bond? Bond, yep. So, my problem with this mm-hmm. is, continue. I'm trying to see how I want to word this. <laughs> it's rough, isn't it? <laughs> well, because the problem I have is the social media posts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what screwed same. her. Same. Very much same. Um, That is what is making them be like, all right, five hours before you posted my mugshot. You know, so that means there's intent. It could mean so there's that, intent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's where they're pulling that first degree from. However, I want to, you know, how long was she being abused by him again, did it say? Um, I don't think it did. Okay. And I also want to know more on her history. Is there any mental health problems? You Has know, there been a history of abuse? Right. Because I would... I would be all for her being released and having no charges if she had killed him as he was coming to commit the crime. Right. Well, and Defending she, she was in his home. So, I mean, right. there's a lot of things that go into human trafficking. I mean, it can literally... I read something about um, how... It's so easy to not even notice if your child is being human trafficked oh, right. because they come home at night. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they, it could just be that, oh, they got a new bracelet from somebody and there's yeah. really no big explanation as to where it came from or, you know, some new shoes that their friend got or, you know, whatever. Right. It, it's little things like that. And so it's hard it's to say. It's the social media thing. It's the social it, the media social thing. The social media thing is really throws it off. It does. And when yep. I look at pictures of her, I try not to judge a cover, judge a book by its cover, but she does seem a little off. She's definitely, I mean, she was 16 when it happened. So it's going to be some mental problems. Uh, or she was 17. I'm sorry. I think she was 17 when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be some mental problems, obviously, because of it, because right. it's a trauma. And we don't but know where other- she comes from. That's exactly yeah. it. I want to know history. Mm-hmm. What was her history? Is there a previous history of abuse? Is there a previous history of mental illness? Something. Because the fact that, like I said, she stated, here's my mugshot, and then stated she would is not afraid to kill again. She seems, screws her and over. And she seems very proud of it. I mean, I, yeah. I completely And I mean, agree. I would be proud to kill a sex trafficker, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. However. <laughs> and that's where it comes in is like, does she, is she not cognizant of her actions like yes, her what exactly. she you that's know. where mental health mm-hmm. comes in yeah does she not is she not aware that these you know these things she's doing there's consequences right and what people how people are going to portray that because i portray that as you like you said you're you're proud of it 
and, you know, come fuck with me and I'll kill you basis. Like, you know, so right. who are you going to kill? Anybody who says, like, anything to you? Or, right. you know, what's going to make you snap? There's definitely a lot that goes into it. So I thought that was, it was it's an interesting story and we'll definitely follow it if there's more. Mm-hmm. To, you know, it's, I yeah. think it's just good news that she's out and now she has the ability to fight, you know, her side of it from being And I hope she, I hope she's seeking mental help. Oh, absolutely. Even if it, if it's from her childhood or just from both, you know, yeah. like what's going on in that mind, figure yep. it out. And because that's only going to better prepare her to state, you know, why she did those things. Yep, exactly. I mean, we yeah. know why she killed him, but why did you post about yeah. this and this? Mm-hmm. So, so and I mean, I get it. She's a kid because kids are stupid and post everything. Right. But. And and it's going to show a lot to see if she she shows remorse for right. what she did and and the way that well, she reacted that's hard, after but that's hard too because but i mean like, i mean oh, after no, i'm not like, gonna show remorse i mean the the things that she posted if she can show yes, remorse okay. for those things then that will show yeah. a lot like right like i shouldn't have done that yeah and i, I realize in, in hindsight kind of that i should not have glorified it right and blah 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 but speaking of there remorse this is uh the big the big bulk of what we're going to talk about today um is these celebrities that are being fired for what seems like a combination of free speech and um, things from their past. I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, okay. Well, let me just start reading that. It's no surprise that we are on the cusp of what feels like another civil war. For years, black men and women have been in the crosshairs of law enforcement in a wide variety of situations, none of which warranted the result of someone dying. And as the world cries out in anger for the oppressed and racially discriminated, celebrities are also feeling a strong backlash from television networks, publicists, sponsors, etc. However, the question I find in my own mind is, is it okay to be justified? Is it? Why did I write that? Is it okay to be something? Some I don't know. I don't know what I. Why did I say justified? Is it okay to be justified for free speech? I don't know Is what it I meant. Justified, there. maybe. I don't know what I meant. We'll oh, cut that out. I don't. Anyway, let's take a look at some of the most recent celebrity firings. So Roseanne Barr, this is. Um, Kind of. Oh. This is a little bit older. This is, I think, two yep. years ago. I didn't put the date in here. But yep. Roseanne was famously fired from her resurrected hit sitcom of the same name. According to Barr, she was ambient tweeting at 2 a.m. when she posted the comment, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. The tweet was in reference to Ob- Obama's advisor, Valerie Jarrett's appearance. It was and still is a racially insensitive comment, and Roseanne was subsequently fired from her ABC sitcom. It's absolutely no surprise to anyone that Roseanne is a hardcore Republican and has always been open about her political standing. Because of this, Barr is or was convinced that ABC actually fired her because she voted for Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election. Roseanne is quoted as saying, When ABC called and asked me to explain my egregious and unforgivable tweet, I told them I was... I told them I thought Valerie Jarrett was white, and I also said I am willing to go on The View, Jimmy Kimmel, or whatever show you want me to go on and explain to that to my audience. She continued, instead, what happened was about 40 minutes after that, my show was canceled before even one advertiser pulled out and I was labeled a racist. Why, you ask? Well, the answer is simple. It's because I voted for Donald Trump, and that is not allowed in Hollywood. However... ABC has openly admitted to knowing about Roseanne's political standing when they agreed to the revival of her classic TV show. 
Following her firing, Barr tweeted, guys, I did something unforgivable, so do not defend me. It was two in the morning and I was ambient tweeting. It was Memorial Day too. I went too far and do not want it to do not want it defended. It was egregious, indefensible. I made a mistake. I wish I hadn't, but don't defend it, please. Thank you. The television the television show was picked back up by ABC Sands Bar and the title changed to The Connors. So that's like the first I think the first incident where someone was fired for racist comments that was in the news. So, right. And I and but I do feel that part of it was the comments she made and her political views. Oh, I'm sure it was both. And well, yeah. what I, the thing, and, and this I is, get, there's, this ahead. is one of the worst ones that we're going to talk about. Well, this is the second worst. The, the first, the, the worst is the next one I'm going to read. Um, but. Is it Mel Gibson? No, I didn't do him. I did uh, Paula Dean. Okay. Yeah. Um. So hers is pretty bad. And I can see why she was fired because it was a current thing. It mm-hmm. happened during the airing of her television show. It happened while she was in the spotlight. It was right. a, an actively, it was something done actively, not mm-hmm. in the past. So mm-hmm. I can understand why she was fired for it. It, it you know, no tolerance get, for that is right. understandable. Well, no, and I agree that. And if you have a, a grievance or you don't like that woman, you can make comments about her that don't include her race. Right. Agreed. So, I mean, had she said it differently without, you know, said something and didn't have anything about race, and it, would, it probably would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't have been an issue. But it's okay when, to not like start... somebody, but you can't put race into it. It just doesn't. No, because not ever. No, it there's make any no, sense to there's me. N- no. So anyways, this next, uh, you know, I just, I don't know how I feel about her anymore. <laughs> Paula Dean. Okay. Paula Dean is the okay. next one we're going to talk about. Um. So, <sighs> this bitch. Butter. Yeah. Paula, do you know, it's funny. My mom, <laughs> I'll talk about it in a minute. We'll, we'll, I'll get okay. to it in like a paragraph. Paula Dean has been a staple of American cooking television since 1999 when she began her famous relationship with the Food Network. Dean was born in 1947 in Albany, Georgia, and was raised a Southern Baptist, which has a long history of racism by being associated with the Confederacy and having traditions rooted in racially discriminatory convictions. But I digress. After Dean was picked up by the Food Network, she was quickly handed her very own show, Paula's Home Cooking, which premiered in November 2002. It was a hit, and she was subsequently given two more shows, Paula's Party in 2006 and Paula's Best Dishes in 2008. Everyone loved her. Her laid-back mm-hmm. demeanor, her sweet Southern voice, and her food was, and still is, to die for. She mm-hmm. never gave a rat's ass about making things healthy, just delicious. And something that my mom and I don't like, so I tried searching for this recipe and I, I think my mom calls it this because I couldn't find it on the internet, but she always says that she makes Paula Deen's racist mashed potatoes. Oh God. <laughs> because they're all, I, I mean, this is what I assume. This is why I assume she says it. It's all white ingredients. Like uh, she doesn't add, there's no color in mm-hmm. like, there's no potato skins. There's no chives. There's no right. bacon. It's all like all milk, white. butter, a like just yeah. all white. And so I think that's why she calls it that. But 
I, I just... make Paula Dean's corn, ca- cheesy corn casserole thing mm. for uh, every Thanksgiving. That it's cornbread and mm. every Thanksgiving. Have to make People that. are like, you need to make She this makes delicious. some goddamn good food. But she should have kept she it does. to that because unfortunately for her and her yeah. late brother Bubba, in March of 2012, the former manager of Uncle Bubba's Seafood and Oyster House, a restaurant that was owned by the two siblings, Lisa Jackson sued the deans on the grounds of racism and sexual harassment. According to Eater.com, Jackson, a white woman, claimed that black employees were held to a higher standard of performance and required to use the bathrooms and entrances separate from the white employees. She also alleged that Bubba often made racist remarks and sexual comments and forced her to look at pornography with him in addition to putting his hands on other employees. It is also alleged that Paula herself was enabling her brother's behavior at the restaurant. To add insult to injury, it is also noted that Paula helped plan Bubba's 2007 wedding, where it seemed to be an out-and-out desire to fully recreate an old South fantasy with Negro tap dancers and all. No. I did not know this. I mean, I know she had some stuff going on, but I didn't know this. In a deposition given by Dean, she allegedly denied the discrimination allegations, but she did admit to wanting her brother to have a genuine Southern Plantation wedding reminiscent of an antebellum or postbellum era, which is a time when blacks waited on the whites quite regularly. She also allegedly admitted to living in a household where the N-word was used quite often and even jokes were involved. See, I I don't... I have used the word in the past but i don't use it frequently i only use it when i'm singing ghetto rap yeah yeah in a song yeah the, uh, now, okay now let me bring this up i got uncomfortable two days ago maybe it was friday uh a couple houses down from us um is uh, a black man and he's probably in his late 20s he plays basket professional basketball in canada mm-hmm. uh and he was outside with a friend mm-hmm. and she was either white or very light skinned Mexican. I can't remember. Okay. But he was dropping the N bomb. Oh, they right. do a lot. I know they do. I know they, but I was still like, Ugh. you know, when I worked like at, cringing it, it, every it, time. It makes you uncomfortable. I worked at a gas station when I was uh, like in my early 20s, and there was like a Nigerian family that came in. It was a mom and her two older sons who, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, oh my God, it made me so uncomfortable because they were speaking in Nigerian or whatever their language is. Mm-hmm. And the N word came out of that woman's mouth at least twice in every sentence mm-hmm. i was like okay <laughs> like yeah. but like what do you yeah. don't, i'm not gonna it's 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 there especially being that they were from nigeria they did end up telling me that um yeah the that's just it's common it's what they call each other I, you know i know it's, it's just, weird as, when we as, hear it here so well yeah because we're white and if we say that yeah uh, and it's not that i don't i don't want to say it i have no desire to say it but no, it's like i such said a... i will literally only say it when i'm singing a song right with, that has the word in it right and i will only say it if i'm reading something out loud or if like um repeating something that i've heard like i and i, right. I never well, right. it's never something that i'm intentionally saying to like no just dropping it yeah i'm not dropping it all over the place well no. you know what there's that one and it saddens me to say because i have a lot of right-wing family members and who are racist bigots and mm-hmm. uh, the one that i grew up with and i hate hearing it is porch monkey 
<clears throat> that's a that's a bad one. Yeah, that's a bad one because my family, you know, some of them work over like Mus- Muskegon Heights, um, and that's a real. Uh, uh, black community like you know very it's not a great community mm-hmm. either but you know my family would buy yeah i saw a whole bunch of porch monkeys out drinking see and when you're like, you can't you just can't that's not there's i would get so mad i will always say something mm-hmm. like, dude no well so my no. my grandpa um i honestly don't know if he was racist but uh i'm Mine was. i'm syrian like 25 percent mm-hmm. syrian yep. and my dad is uh 50% Syrian so he's like mm-hmm. super dark big nose like you can tell he's mm-hmm. from Syria um <laughs> my grandpa used to call me a sand oh yes mm-hmm. yes no i have family members that will still use that too yep i mean at the time and- i was just kind of like <laughs> okay yeah I, but it's like what do you well and and just like i have family members will drive around it's like oh yeah there's a bunch of little n- Ugh. Running out in the yard. And, like, don't get me wrong. We've all... I, okay, I don't want to say all, but a lot of people have gone through phases in their youth where they say shit like that, and they don't realize how terrible it is. And the point is... And how hurtful. And, right. Yeah. And the point is, is that you need to grow from it. And we'll get yeah. to that. And these we'll, family... These these family members of mine have not. And you, I just yeah, have to say the, that because you, you brought up the fact of a grandpa, and I had the opportunity to date a black man mm-hmm. uh, who played some basketball, and um, my mom was like, don't, because you're if you bring him to your grandpa, just don't. Mm-hmm. It sucks because he was a really cool guy, and I didn't see color of course because that's right. just me but it's like man of course it's my grandpa and i didn't want to quote unquote disappoint my grandpa right because but it's like man ugh, yeah i don't know yeah i have mm. some racists in my family too and this is all brought out the fact that i really don't fucking care who you are if you're racist i'm not yeah i'm not talking to you i don't like yeah. you Okay, so anyways, um, the lawsuit was dismissed in August of 2013. However, the damage was done, and the Food Network, Walmart, Target, Sears, Kmart, Home Depot, yep. Walgreens, and many others had already cut ties with Paula. <laughs> this was around the time of Trayvon Martin's death, and Eater.com is quoted as saying, the nation had one dry eye trained on the trial and acquittal of the man who killed Trayvon Martin, and its other eye teared up for Paula. Paula Mm -hmm. did release two apology videos following the crumbling of her empire. And surprisingly, sales of her most recent cookbook soared, putting her in the number one spot in Amazon sales during that time. So, you know, I think uh, we'll talk about this one after I read this. These next couple. Um, Well, I will say, obviously, the restaurant thing is horrible. Right. Uh, I mean, and so is how they see people at home and stuff but someone's personal life at home is just that but when you bring it into the workplace then that's yeah there's a you know you can have a fine line you can have your thoughts and you can have your opinions but when it starts to infringe on the rights of other people and the way that you're treating other people that's where you need to draw the line. Right. You know, you don't have to like black people, Mexicans, Asians. You don't have to. But there is no reason 
if somebody says hi to you of a different race, just say hi and move along. You don't have to. Yeah. It, it, and, and if you're working with a black person, if you're. If don't talk to them. You then. don't, you know, I mean, I don't even, not even just don't talk to them. Just fucking not, just don't even, just don't even give it any thought. Like, yeah, just, but you have to work with the person. Just leave it out of it. Like, but I so just many don't, people you know, can't. yeah. I hope that when this last, well, the current generation of fucking racists is gone, mm-hmm. we're able to have a less racist society as a whole. We'll see. Or, I, think I think there will be a war before that. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. All right. So this next uh, little blip is where I start to not be okay with uh, the firing that's going on. So this one is about the Vanderpump Rules ca- uh, castmates Stassi Schroeder and Kristen Duty. I mm-hmm. fucking hate her and I hate her last name and I just want to call her Kristen mm-hmm. Poopy, but we're going to yep. go with Kristen Duty. Mm-hmm. Dowdy, Doty, Duty, fucking, I don't fucking care how you say her <laughs> last name. And anybody who watches Vanderpump Rules knows why I don't fucking like her. Do you watch I it? I don't watch it. So. Okay, nope. I didn't think so. I don't watch a lot of, is it reality? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I don't watch a lot of that crap. <laughs> so I only watch it when it goes on Hulu and I can just binge watch it in a couple days. And during those days, mm-hmm. don't bother me. It's pretty funny oh, that okay. it's pretty Mike Mike even knows. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. So in more recent times, castmates from the hit show Vanderpump Rules, My Personal Five, have also <laughs> been fired for racial slurs. Here is what happened. From the beginning, the faces of Stasi Schroeder and Kristen Duty have been constants in the hit TV show Vanderpump Rules. However, Stasi made her television debut on the hit reality game show series The Amazing Race alongside her family. She is also known for some work she's done in the fashion industry as a model and has even done some work in writing as a style critic and an author. Thanks to her role in the Bravo Network, she has also been able to find I'm sorry. She has also been able to land quite a few product endorsements for companies like Taco Bell and Billy, a feminine razor company. It's safe to say most people have a soft spot for Stassi, even though she is a massive bitch and a brat. She's still loved. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't get it. I just love her. Everybody loves her. It's like a love hate relationship. <laughs> Kristen, however, can eat a penis. <laughs> Since literally, penis, literally day one, that's all she's been doing, and she has been a strong antagonist in the plot lines of Vanderpump Rules. I'm not exaggerating that she thoroughly enjoys eating penis that does not belong to her. It's just a that's a thing. It's a thing. Honestly, I don't even care what things she has accomplished because it seems like all she can accomplish is being a massive selfish twat. And if you are so inclined, you're more than welcome to research her dumbass on your own. i fucking hate her so much so it's no secret that both stassi and Kristen have done some shady if not questionable shit on and off the show they can both be snarky and hot-headed but they both help carry the show into high ratings every single season but that's all about to change as they have both been fired from the hit series following a revelation that they both played a hand in when filing a false police report. 
Oh, yeah. This Foster Police report is against co-star Faith Stowers. Stowers or Stowers? I don't know. I didn't watch any videos and I don't remember how they say it on the show. So Faith is the only black woman that has ever been featured on Vanderpump Rules. The only thing I've ever heard of Faith is that she slept with one of the stars of the show, Jax Taylor, while in a relationship with the lovely Brittany Cartwright, who is genuinely, truly a lovely woman with gigantic knockers. Um, <laughs> and I do... If you've never watched the show, which we know Amanda hasn't, um, Jax, when the show started, Jax and Stassi were dating. It was then Stassi and Kristen were best friends. Shortly after, I want to say it was like the end of the season one or the beginning of season two, we found out that Kristen slept with Jax. And then Jax has been on like this nonstop bang every bitch with a vagina thing. And then he finally started dating Brittany, who's like the sweet Southern belle who moved to L.A. to like start a life as a model or an actress. I can't remember. And she's just so she's so stinking cute. She's so sweet. We Everybody loves. There's nothing to not like about Brittany. Like literally, if you hate Brittany, you're just a terrible person. Um, so we all thought that things had changed with Jax and that he wasn't going to be a stupid jackass anymore. Well, come to find out, he slept with Faith and Faith openly admitted to it. And for the first time ever, Jax actually admitted to it and apologized for it and showed like a massive amount of remorse. And now Brittany and Jax are married and it's just the cutest thing ever. But anyways, <laughs> I love this show so much. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. So, da 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 da, da. Um, where was I? Okay, this show has been going on for so long and it has become quite the spider web of plot lines and relationships, so I won't go too far into all of it because we'll literally be here for four hours. Although, <laughs> I would love to spend an entire week discuss- discussing everything on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Anyways, other than the cheating scandal, I haven't heard much about Stowers, and I haven't watched the latest season because it hasn't hit Hulu yet, so don't shame me into being uninformed. I'm sorry. Oh, God. So the reason Stassi and Kristen were fired from their jobs with Bravo stems from an incident that occurred two years ago. It's said that Schroeder and Duty linked Stowers in an article about a black woman that was being accused of robbing people. She was at large, and the two women thought she bared a striking similarity to their good buddy, Faith Stowers. It's no secret that these three had not been very friendly with each other, especially following the incident of her sleeping with a taken man. Mm-hmm. Lest we forget that Jax also had a hand in said cheating event. Right. So what did Stasi and Kristen do? Well, they decided they would call the police and let them know the woman they were looking for was none other than, none other than Faith Stowers herself, which was wrong. I mean, it was wrong to do and it was wrong, period, because it wasn't Faith at all. However, having looked at the footage myself, the woman does look almost exactly like Faith. So I honestly can't blame the two for calling the police and suspecting that the girl they knew was doing some shady shit. Well, (coughs) so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, they shouldn't be fired for that. That's almost like an anonymous tip. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. this person really resembles, you know, just take a peek. And it's not that they called and they were like, hey, we knew a black chick and this chick is black, so it must be her. Right. Right. No, they literally. And and Kristen didn't handle it properly. She did post about it on social media and her being a stupid twat that she is. She was like, I didn't want to say it, but I said it. 
Fucking shut the fuck up, right. Kristen. You're an idiot. Okay, yeah. Like, that didn't need to be done. Kristen, but if you're listening be- to this in the future, fuck <laughs> you. Just fuck your whole, all of it. Just shut up. Just fucking shut up. That's all. Nope. I disagree with the firing on that one. Yeah. So they've been fired from the show. They both lost multiple endorsements and deals that they had lined up. Stasi has completely lost her agent and a book deal. I'm not sure. Not okay. Not sure exactly what Kristen has lost other than some dwindling fans because I honestly don't think there's any brands that would want to have that basket case as the face of their campaigns. But not okay. No, I don't like it. I, I don't fucking no. like it. It was in the past. Faith well, was quoted. <laughs> Faith was quoted as saying that she tried bringing it up to Bravo in the past and they ignored it. Why did they ignore it? Because it wasn't a fucking problem. Because somebody no. called the police and said that the person that they were looking for looked like you and then it was investigated and it wasn't you. So now you're fine. Yeah. Just like if so a woman just like if a Syrian woman walked into a gas station and robbed the place at gunpoint and someone said, hey, that looks an awful lot like my friend Chelsea. I'm going to call the police and tell them about it. OK, you're not going to link me to the crime because it mm-hmm. wasn't there and it wasn't me. And you can see on the video that it wasn't me. No harm done. Yep. You're just trying to help Boom. them out. Yep. No nope, reason to fucking be uh, fired. I hate it. I hate it so much. I disagree that. Yep. So here's another one. This one's coming from MTV. We will talk a little bit about the reality stars over at MTV that are getting their own asses handed to them. First, I think I ended up only doing these ones. No. Okay. First up, Taylor Selfridge and Corey Wharton. I think that's how you say it. I don't even know who they are. Wharton? I didn't either. Taylor is a 25-year-old model and reality star, and Corey is a 28-year-old fitness trainer turned reality star. Taylor is a former contestant on MTV's reality series, Are You the One? And Taylor has also made appearances in the 2019-2020 reality show Teen Mom, OG, with her boyfriend, Corey Wharton. Corey himself also did some other reality show stuff, most notably for his appearance on Real World Explosion. Anyways, a little background on how they got together. They began dating after they both did the challenge Vendettas, and they were also seen together in the season um, in season one of X on the Beach in 2018. In 2019, they announced that they were expecting their first child together, and she was just born in April 20th of this year, on April 20th of this year. I'm not entirely sure why Taylor and Corey, Corey were on Teen Mom. I don't watch the show. I have I no interest in watching it for research, so we'll all just accept that it, it happened. Um, Okay, so back in 2012 and 2013, well before Taylor was a grown woman with a more logical brain in her head, she made some moderately offensive tweets. Let me read them to you. In December 2011, she wrote, Black pussy is probably really scary. This was all on Twitter. In response to at Nike fetish, she tweeted, Never, I hate it when white girls talk like they're black. On January 6th, 2012, we have to greet everyone. This is a quote. This, she's quoting somebody else. We have to greet everyone at work, but sometimes I won't greet the black people because they scare me. And then she says, I won't say names and then laughs. That's from January uh, 7th. The one before is from January 6th. So on February 6th, started a series of quotes 
Um, she said, I want to go on the challenge. And then on the 22nd, she said, I want to go on the challenge, just not with my ex. And then on March 5th, she wrote, I want to go on the challenge so bad. And then on September 8th, she wrote, I really want to be on the challenge. OMG. I don't understand why these ones were brought into it. Yeah. This, I don't know. On May 22nd, 2012, she simply wrote, I'm black. I don't know why. On June 28th, 2012, she wrote, you don't hear about no black. This is another quote from somebody else. Mm -hmm. You don't hear about no black people getting attacked by no shark. And then she laughed. I don't know. Okay. On January 3rd, 2013, Taylor wrote, every hollow weekend I get punched in the face by a black girl and then a frowny face. And finally, on March 19th, 2013, she wrote, my uncle is dating an Asian aunt Ping. Please make me sushi. Now, to me, these sound like the ignorant ramblings of a teenager. Around this time, these tweets started. Selfridge would have been around 16 years old. After being fired by MTV, Taylor is quoted as saying, at the time, because I was younger, I wasn't thinking it was anything negative. I thought, oh, well, this is funny or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it's not. This happened a long time ago. That's my biggest mistake. I just had to grow up. Honestly, I had to experience other places. And I can't disagree with her. She and many others are being hung out to dry for mistakes they made in the past. She is quoted from Instagram as saying, once again, I apologize for anyone I have hurt or offended in the past. I have addressed my mistakes many times on the network, and I would like to move on. My past does not define who I am today, and I hope you guys can see the change. Please respect my decision to provide a normal, healthy life for my family. And I really commend her on this next part where she said, I made the decision last week to not film the next season of Teen Mom OG and Corey with Corey for the benefit of myself and my daughter. I don't believe the reality TV lifestyle benefits me any further at this point in my life, with current events being what they are and the reality TV being selective in who they apply rules to or what is considered acceptable behavior. I do not have any further respect for it. And I think she's completely right. Oh, yeah. No, uh, like you said, it's the ramblings of a young, stupid teenager. Mm -hmm. I have a teenager currently, and the stupid shit that comes out of her mouth is insane. It takes a long time to learn that your words have meaning outside of what you think is funny. That is a trial and error thing that every single person has to go through. They're not adults. Right. They don't know. Right. Like, and she's like 25 right? now. No. Is it, is it right? No. But she knows that which the thing she said was wrong. But she was so young. She guys. was so young Come and on. ignorant. And it's just. Yes. I just. I mean, the last one. My uncle is dating an Asian. Aunt Ping, please make me sushi. OK. So she's stating that her uncle is dating an Asian woman. And then she's outwardly asking her aunt for Ping her to, make her sushi. to make her sushi. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think people need to hear this very clearly. Turn your turn, turn your volume up and listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Pointing out somebody's race or ethnicity is not racist. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say it again. Pointing out <laughs> somebody's race or ethnicity is not racist. For me to say my uncle is Korean is not racist. He is Korean. He's 100 fucking percent Korean. And if I were to say my uncle is a yellow skin slanted eyed something or other, 
there you that's go. That's racist. racism. Yes. Yeah. My uncle is very Korean, and he's a triple degree black belt in jujitsu. Stereotypical mm-hmm. much? But yeah, it's right. not racist. Me no. telling you that, me telling you that he took me on my first adventure to eat frog legs, and we went to a restaurant racist. where there were fish floating around in the tanks around, like surrounding yeah. the restaurant and brought yeah. out a full duck. It was a Korean restaurant. They brought out a full duck with the head on. And chopped it off. And chopped it off and then carved it right in front of me. Me telling you about that experience is not racist. Hey, you're talking about culture. I'm talking about the culture <laughs> that my uncle was raised in. The culture mm-hmm. that since my uncle was adopted... He has embraced as much as he can in the United mm-hmm. States. That's yep. not racist. No. Her asking nope. her Aunt Ping to make her sushi isn't fucking racist. Well, and that's the problem with text, tweets, uh, Facebook posts. You don't know uh, tone and context mm-hmm. of the way it's being said. And that is the problem because then people can read into it however they want. Yes. So, but that's also something that we all learn. This is an yes. era of technology. This girl, who is six years younger than me, and what, mm-hmm. fifth, ten years younger than you, ish, fifty years. I was gonna say fifteen, I but I didn't. <laughs> I'm thirty-eight. Right, so ten ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. she grew up in a time where social media was normal. When I graduated mm-hmm. That's high school. That's all they've grown up yeah, with. Yeah. When I graduated high school, I didn't even have a Facebook page. Facebook wasn't even a thing. Didn't, you didn't either. Well, hello. Yeah. When I was up in college, Facebook had kind of just started yeah. after I got home and you had to be a current college student to even get a Facebook mm-hmm. account. Yep. Exactly. When I went up to college, I had my first cell phone. And when we got Facebook and social media, we were really careful about what we said because we were older mm-hmm. And now you've got these young kids that just say whatever the fuck they want. Like, could you imagine if my six-year-old had a social media account? Oh, Jesus. It no. would be all over the place. He would be he would be saying things that he didn't even mean. Like he just he as he is as a child right now, he just says the most random shit. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yep. My 13-year-old is not allowed to have one. Yep. So, so. that's that. And now I want to talk about Kaylin Lowry, who is currently under fire from fans of Teen Mom who are pushing to have her fired from the show. This is the information that I found from popculture.com. Teen Mom 2 fans are calling for Kaylin Lowry to be fired from MTV after a clip of her chastising ex, Joe Rivera, for dressing their son, Isaac, quote unquote, like a thug, resurfaced. Mm. The clip resurfaced just after the network cut ties with Teen Mom OG's Taylor Selfridge over her past racist tweets. And I hate that that's what they say because she left. Yeah. But anyways, Mm -hmm. in the clip from 2014, Lowry confronts Rivera, who is Puerto Rican, over the stereotypical, quote unquote, way that her son looks when he is with his dad. When he goes over there, quote, Quote, when he goes over there, you have him dress a certain way. You have him look a certain way. You have his hair cut a certain way. And that's not who he is, she tells him. I think you forget about the fact that he's half white and he's half Hispanic. I feel like you dress him in a stereotypical way and I don't like it. Rivera responds, quote, I don't understand what your description of how I dress him is. To which Lowry replies, quote, you dress him like a thug. At the time of the footage, 
At the time the footage aired on Teen Mom 2, Lowry denied she had been out of line, tweeting, okay, I'm not racist. Gotta make good TV somehow. Lowry's Mm -hmm. friend, Tony Ziegler, told the Ashley at the time, Kale does regret regret saying what... Kale does regret saying that because she wants Isaac to embrace both of his cultures, but it didn't go down quite how it's being shown. Ziegler continued, she was wrong to say it, for sure, but she was upset that Joe tries to change Isaac's life and look so much whenever he goes over there. Plus, a lot of the time, Joe just does it because he knows it makes Kale mad. He likes to push her buttons. When the clip made the rounds on social media again on Wednesday, Lowry's Teen Mom 2 co-Anna Jesus commented, what the fuck did I just watch? SMH. But added to a follower theorizing that Lowry would be fired over the comments. She won't get fired. MTV favors her too much. That same day, Lowry deactivated her Twitter account. A petition on change.org was soon started telling people not to support Lowry's Coffee Combos podcast because of her behavior. Kaylin has ethnic children, but has not used her platform to uplift the black and Latino men she has children with. Instead, she uses her platform to bully and embarrass them. The petition reads, one signer commented, damn girl, I was rooting for you, but crazy how the truth comes to light. I just, this is another one that I'm, I just don't. She was having an argument with somebody and she wasn't able to articulate how she was feeling. And those were the things that came out. You dress him like a thug is also not racist. It's a description. Yeah. I mean, a thug. There's thugs of every ethnicity. A thug is. When I think of a thug, I think of like a mobster or like a. Or like a a a drug drug dealer, dealer, uh, uh, gangster. Somebody who's going to beat some people up. Yeah, yeah. The Crips and the Bloods. And there's gangsters of, there's gangsters of all different colors. But when you put them all together, current. If you put like the Bloods and the Crips pictures of them all, like their current garb together, Mm -hmm. that's what she's referring to. Is that baggy pants, oversized T-shirt. Baggy pants, white T-shirt. The the Nike whatever. Yes. With a backwards hat or like a, maybe with a do-rag or even just like a bandana. It's another stereotype, but that is how it is presented here in America as that is a thug slash And she wasn't saying to Joe, you're a thug, you're a bad person because you're Hispanic. She was saying... She didn't say, look at him. He's a little Hispanic Yeah, she said, you're dressing him like a thug. She was saying, this is not how our son normally dresses. And you are constantly trying to change how he looks. Because this is how you want him to look. But this isn't what he normally wears. And you're cutting his hair without permission. You're sending him home with clothes that that aren't, you know, his... It's not yeah. okay. And I completely side with her. I It upsets me when my husband makes decisions about what my kids wear. Let me tell you what. I don't understand how any motherfucking person can wear mm-hmm. pants that hang down to their knees mm-hmm. because you have to walk with your legs spread to how hold those motherfuckers up. How is that comfortable? How walking, though? How, how, how is that comfortable? I, I don't get it. I'll never get it. I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, whatever. Why? Why? <laughs> I love your face. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, I just don't get That's it. Funny. I don't get it either. And I think it's dumb. I have I see no reason in her getting fired. If she was doing, you know, if her or um 
Taylor, was that her name? Yeah. Taylor were doing something currently mm-hmm. that was racist. I could see. Mm-hmm. But dredging well, yeah, up the past it, again, is nothing. She, no. Like, if she were to tweet now, like, why do all Mexicans have to do this? Right. Or, you know, something like that. Then, yeah, you know, that's kind of racist. Yeah. So, I get that. But, uh, no, I don't agree with that I don't agree. With, I don't. Uh, there's a lot of them that I don't really agree with. I just, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's my, uh, oh, wow, I just got, like, real sultry. You got, ooh, look at that. This is, this is Night Talk with Chelsea. (laughs) You guys can't see us, but I just turned my tablet off, and I just have this one, like, spotlight up in the corner of my little box, and it's just, like, picture perfect. Yep. It is. Call 1-800. (laughs) Do me hard. No, no. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. That was a good one. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. It's uh, moving on to some weird facts or what? We are on to Amanda's segment now that I brought everybody down with racism. Amanda's What the fuck are you doing? I'm voguing. She is totally voguing right now. What a weirdo. <laughs> now you see me? Now you don't. Oh, I still do, but okay. it's okay. <laughs> You're not good at that, but we'll uh, pretend. Okay. No, it's um from uh, Talladega Nights. See? Magic. Another one that what I've never what? seen. Oh, my God! Put it on the list! <laughs> you have Somebody to needs Talladega. to keep track of this shit. Oh my god! You have to hold. Nope. Notepad. Notepad. Oh god, she's getting a notepad. Hold it. Don't need that paper. Oh All my right. god. <laughs> there are reasons that we don't record video for this, and then there are reasons that we should, and that was. One oh, of them. I know. We should. But I don't want anybody of- to see this. You're funny and cute. I'm like a floating face. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm just I like, like this weird face. moon-shaped <laughs> face that's just like, Meh. I love it <laughs> because you still make some good faces. Let me see here. Okay, I'm going to start a list of movies. Have you seen Goonies? Please tell me you've yes. seen Goonies. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. thank God. All right, weird fact time. You better so. knock it out of the ballpark water below it out of the, yeah. I better just hit a touchdown. That's, yes. <laughs> yes. You better hit oh. that touchdown, girl. <laughs> All right. Sports. All right. <laughs> I love sports. I know you do. It's so bad. Right. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> North Korea and Cuban are That's the only racist. Place- Shut up. <laughs> the places. <laughs> Damn it. How dare you point out their ethnicities? I know. <laughs> North Korea and Cuba are the only places in the world that you cannot buy Coca-Cola. Now that's and that, racist. And that is because of a long-term U.S. trade embargo. Mm. But you know what I say to you, North Korea and Cuba? You're lucky because fucking Coca-Cola gets rust off stuff. You don't need Which it. Which is why they need it. Not, well, they don't need it for their guts. You don't want that I shit mean, all up in your guts re- as I drink as I drink some Mountain Dew. <laughs> Rebrand that shit. Yeah. Oh, all I right. gotta tell you, we okay. So hold on, sidebar. We are taking apart my van, which was smashed to holy fuck. Yep. Um, 
last in December, and I had noticed that I was having issues with my rear wiper. Mm-hmm. So I had my husband pull off the whole arm. The amount of corrosion going on. I mean, we live oh. in Michigan, so there is like yeah, the underbody of my husband's car is just like solid rust. Never because of the buy fucking... a used car from Michigan, people. No, don't do it. It's a trap. We buy um, our used cars from Texas and <laughs> Georgia where they don't have to put salt down on the roads. Yeah. So nope. we put it in some CLR and oh my, the mm-hmm. amount of shit that fell off that thing was just Damn it. I wish you would have done like a Coke. I should have. I should have. Next time, I'll find another. I'll find another part to put in. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just take everything love- off. I'll take everything off the undercarriage of my husband's car and just well, find coke two on it. similar rusty pieces. Do one in CLR and one in Coke. I want to see the difference. Oh, that would be a good science idea. time. Oh, I love science. Just yes, do not it in an old movie. <laughs> ah, do it. Woo, woo. Okay. Anyway, next. Did you know that the entire world? population seven and a half billion people could fit inside la oh my god like if you had us and you obviously we'd be super fucking close we'd be hugging but but we could all fit in la that's a lot of people in one town isn't that crazy though holy moly i know that's pretty crazy yeah so dragon's breath chili pepper is the hottest in the world and could kill you it can cause anaphylactic shock and burn oh. your airways and they close up. <gasps> yeah. That's insane. The guy, <laughs> stop eyebrowing me. <laughs> the guy, the guy, one guy who grows this said that literally all he's done is just touched it with the tip of his tongue and he said it burned for so long. Uh. Like, I like spicy stuff, but motherfucker, why do you want to be in pain? If y'all are like, looking for that. a way to kill your husbands, I mean, if they like spicy ooh. food, that's a... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, try this new salsa I made, poison. honey. That's not poison. Yeah. That's just an accident. Oh, great. Now we're going to be held responsible for somebody murdering somebody with a fucking pepper. I do not endorse the murdering of spicy <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Um, that's on you. So there are three countries in the world that don't use the metric system. Obviously, the United States Fucking is one of them. us. United States, Liberia, and Myanmar. Those are the only See, three. I, I, the only thing that I don't like about the, is it imperial system? I don't know. The, the, with inches oh, and feet. Are we on imperial or are we on metric? We're not on metric. We're not metric. Okay. I just said that. I'm sorry. My brain is small. <laughs> <sighs> the only thing I don't like about the metric system is temperature. I don't like Celsius. Yeah, I, I don't, very much I just, prefer Fahrenheit. I feel like to say it's 80 degrees outside just sounds more an, accurate to how it feels. Epi- a real yeah. representation. Yes, yeah. but when my friends in England are like, it's 38 degrees, I'm like, yeah. So what? you're cold? What's the problem? Yeah. I don't, and then they're yeah. like, then they're like, oh, it's 32 today. It's quite lovely. I'm like, but it, yeah, there's. But, but it's a it's freezing six degree <laughs> difference what do you mean it's yeah. lovely and yeah. i've i've done them i've tried to like i went to like a a, a, a converter like a like a fahrenheit yeah. to celsius converter once and i typed in like 80 degrees and it i don't know what it actually came up with but let's say it came up to like 33 or whatever yeah. and then i typed in 79 and it was still 33 i can't remember what the exact numbers were that i was typing punching in but they're like there's not as many vari- variations yeah 
Is that I what I'm like trying it. to say? I don't like it. I no. If I could take the, me- the metric system and then just keep Fahrenheit, I'd be okay. Nah, I don't want to do the metric system. No? See, nope. I like, I measure all of my, I measure all of my food in ounces. I don't like using cups unless oh, see, I have I to. Cups. I only I do it cups. if I don't want to convert, so I'll just use. But it's so much easier for me to just put a bowl on my scale, well, tear it, and then use ounces. It's just easier. But in some our cases. minds are, are. If we switched, I'd be so fucked. I mean, I know I think, there's twelve inches in a foot. There's three foot in a yard. There's you know like. Uh, but it's see, too hard. I, I don't think it would be as hard as you think it is. Nope, I don't want to switch. Moving on. But I don't. Um. But I, I know you don't. But I'm just saying, I don't think it would be as hard as you think it is. It might There's not a difference be. in what the fuck you're saying versus what I'm saying. God damn it. I know. Mm. But I don't want it. No metric. Bye-bye. Um, um, around one in every 200 men are direct descendants of Genghis Khan. I, almost, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, God, what? I thought you were going to say gay people, and I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> Genghis. I did not Genghis. know what was happening. I was like, what does that have to do with anything? I mean, Honestly, I'd rather be a descendant of a gay person than Genghis Khan, but... Pop what a, question. Huh? Who the fuck is Genghis Khan? He was like, um... Now I can't even think of how I want to say it. Like, uh, I want to say Mongolian leader, like, back in the day. I, like, I feel like I'm picturing him in my head with, on. like... Let um, me, let me, let me Google for you. I love when Genghis. you Google for me. <laughs> Google for <a> good <laughs> Yes, yes. He was the founder and first great Khan and emperor of the Mongol Empire. Oh, so Genghis Khan is in his name. His name is Genghis and he was a Khan. Mm-hmm. What the fuck kind uh, of a also name is officially, uh, Also officially, Genghis Emperor. <laughs> Someone needs to take a picture of me like this. I can't. I, I can't. The, but I think he, the heat he, in my box is starting to get to me. Well, that sounded naughty. So <laughs> he was Mongol leader that rose from humble beginnings to establish the largest land am- empire in history. So, wow, that is Genghis. So yeah. all those motherfuckers are related. And this is because he wanted to go and pump his seed in every woman he could find. Because so. that's what men love to do. Mm-hmm. Just pump, so, pump, pump. This one. <laughs> this one weirded me out for some reason. All the ants on Earth weigh about as much as all the humans. Like, that's a lot of fucking ants, dude. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. Isn't that creepy, though? That's like, a huh? lot of fucking ants, dude. Like, how many I ants know. can fill one person? Well, well, hello, yeah, there's seven and a half <gasps> billion humans, and all the ants on Earth weigh m- the same as that. I feel like there's a lot of math in my future. Yuck, I hate math. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My brain can't. I can't. I just watched a video (laughs) last night. I was trying to explain to Oliver what the sun is. Oh, uh uh-huh. And there was a video that we watched that took all of the planets in the solar system and showed you how many planets would fit in the sun. Uh And I like that blew my mind. But this is like. Oh, my God. Netflix, right? I do. Have him watch Storybots. Have he? He, don't, he watches Storybots all the fucking time. If I hear Nolan that goddamn song one more time, I'm like, eh. <laughs> no Storybots. <laughs> I liked it. Because I think it's cute. 
It is cute. And like Nolan, like he watched the one on like the planets and stuff yeah. over and over again. So yeah. um, he was fascinated by what I told him. And now he calls stars little sons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, Nolan those is too. The, He's, those are the baby sons, mama. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute. He's so cute. I love him so much. I'll, po- I'll you- post a picture of Oliver on our, our the first picture of our on our Instagram will be a picture of Oliver, so y'all can see our- how cute he is. And then you <laughs> can swipe cute. over and see Michael because he's equally as cute. But Oliver, like, oh yeah, he's got that personality that's just well. So- it's because he's the baby too. He's my little so. baby. Oh, by the yeah. way, he's gone almost two weeks with no pull ups at bedtime. Well, that's awesome. What what? what, what? Good he's for four. Him. He's late, but it's okay. <laughs> Dude, it took Nolan a little bit. Honestly, boys are harder. They are. Wow. To, Michael to was fucking train. easy as hell. Michael potty mm-hmm. trained himself. My girls were super easy. Mm-hmm. Nolan had a hard time because uh, he's always very thirsty, and you know he would drink no matter what. Even if it was, if I stopped giving him a drink like two hours before bedtime, he would a find a way. Sl- well, and he's just a hard sleeper, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't wake up. That's Ollie's so. issue: is that he he doesn't wake up to the yep the sensation to that of sensation. To pee. Yep, mm-hmm. but he does now. I don't know where it came from, but here we go. Well, good for him. All right, so butterflies. He's so cute. Taste butterflies. <laughs> taste with their hind feet. I thought you were going to tell me what they taste like. No, they taste with their hind feet. That's wrong, and that's gross. That's weird. Could you imagine tasting things with your butt? Yeah, no. Well, what was it? I think it was an episode of South Park where they're like, what if you like ate through your butt and pooped out your mouth? That was a thing. That was an episode mm-hmm. of South Park. I do remember mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you know that a donkey will sink in quicksand, but a mule won't? And that's because a donkey will panic, but a mule will stay calm. Well, okay. So a donkey is cognizant of their impending doom and a mule is um, an idiot yes okay so that's it if you're an idiot you'll survive which is indicative of how we've made it this far in humanity that means it's true yeah i have two more ignorance is really bliss oh yeah like for real (laughs) y'all um did you (laughs) (laughs) did you know that female kangaroos have three vaginas <gasps> i want three vaginas i don't know what <laughs> i would use no. them for but i want them <laughs> you, you know it's you like all the supplies vaginas. the more oh, vaginas God. i can have the happier i'll I be mean, <laughs> this one carries groceries this one office supplies and this one <laughs> you know, like purses <laughs> oh gross <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Chelsea, why is this um stapler all what? <laughs> it would be like Hermione's bag and I was oh, oh god, yeah. Things in oh my, my god. Vagina. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins bag. She's pulling a lamp out. <laughs> Tall floor lamp. Oh, what do I kites. need? What do you need three vaginas for? I'll show you. (laughs) Watch this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then the police would have no idea. I could be a drug mule. People, the police would have no idea that I had three vaginas and I could just. They just check the one. They just check the one. don't put anything in there and you're Mm -hmm. good to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got this figured out, y'all. So the last (sighs) one, and it's another animal one, but this one is so creepy, dude. So the northern, which you love frogs. 
I love frogs. Did, did but did you know that the northern leopard frog swallows its prey using its eyes? So it uses them to help push food down its oh. throat by retracting them into its Toads head. Toads do that too. Gross. Yeah, I watch it That's all the time. Ew. It's fucking but disgusting. Yeah. yeah. But yep. so does the northern Blech. leopard frog. And that's all I got for today. Nasty. Mm-hmm. I have toads. Have we talked about the toads? You, We have. Oh, Karen. Them. Karen in Georgia. Our fucking backyard. Our fucking backyard is full of frogs. And these motherfuckers scare the shit out of me all the fucking time. Because I'll be going to like. No. Because I'll go to plant a flower and all of a sudden something moves and then it jumps at me and I'm like, holy fuck! See, I'm frogs like, are, we had, we found a big old frog in the front yard mm-hmm. like a week or two ago. A big fucking frog. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy beefcake. And I, see, I'm so used to toads jumping and they jump like a couple inches off the ground and they, uh, you know. Well, maybe these this, are toads. These might be toads. This motherfucker. My boys went to pick him up. He jumped as high as Oliver and Ollie fucking fell backwards because he was terrified. And I was like, holy shit, because we're just not used to seeing frogs. Well, I mean, the the boing on those boingers were boing. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. My my sister is uh, petrified of them because when of any frog or toad, because when she was younger, she stepped on one barefoot and felt it squish between her toes. Been there. So now I don't like any creepy crawly yeah i don't and the only reason that i ever picked these two toads up and the reason only reason that i pick toads up now is because when the boys found them they were too scared to pick them up and i sucked it up and picked them up myself however i will not pick up frogs because frogs have teeth toads don't creepy mm-hmm. so the, creepy. a frog can bite you now I'm going to have fucking frog nightmares. Thanks, You're Chelsea. You're welcome. <laughs> I aim to please. Oh, oh. Take note, with boys. My, with my three vaginas. <laughs> Watch out, though, because the staple remover might get you. I think we need to change um, our podcast to call it the three vaginas. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's actually like a really good idea. <laughs> A.K.A. the three vaginas. Oh, can I just say I have three vaginas? <laughs> yeah, so, so you totally just did that did that little accent. And I'm. it's hilarious because there was a Snapchat filter where it was like hillbilly. Mm-hmm. And my neighbor down the road, she was snapping me constantly and she's like oh my god i got the best idea she's like <laughs> we need she's like we need to do food reviews with these filters <laughs> or like teach people to make recipes and videotape it i am 100% convinced that i could convince people that i am southern oh yeah i can too absolutely yep. oh yeah absolutely I am actually, I can pick up accents and stuff, like, really easy. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it's that really before. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do audio transcribing as a, my, my normally do, my real job. Um, and if I get even one audio file that's from England or Australia, I'm yeah. fucked for the rest of the day. Yeah. You're picking it up. The whole day. My yeah. husband's constantly like, what did you just say? And I'm like, the words, Sorry. they just come out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Ta-da! That it? That's it. Ta-da. That's it. We did it. We're this is it. Um we need to come out with come up with something to say at the end of this. Like uh check uh look in the mm, I think check we just the need show to find notes a... for stuff. No, for I stuff think we just down need there. to do I think <laughs> in the three vaginas. <laughs> I think we just need to do I just think we need to do some kind of sound bite. We will. I think I think no, like from something that we can use and not get in trouble. Like it'd be great if we could do like a movie one. What do you mean? Like just something like something funny. Like the the uh like from Step Brothers, please tell oh. me Step Brothers. Oh. Like did we just become best friends? Yeah. yeah. You know, something funny, you know. Oh, that's a I good think idea. that'd be fun. That's actually yeah. a good idea. But I wa- so first movie I want you to watch is Talladega Nights. I honestly, now that I think about it, I think I have seen it. Rewatch it. That's the one Rick- with Ricky Bobby, right? Yes. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Magic Man. Now you see me. Now you don't. Yeah. Shake and bake, baby. <laughs> Watch it again. You're terrifying me. I know. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for how to find us on social media and check out our Patreon for more content. See you next week.